right, welcome back to our live Choose Old Chats. Uh, these are just a quick 20 minute conversation to provide you with quick updates on tactics and strategies you can use for your digital advertising campaigns. Um, as marketers ourselves, we try to chat with different guests each week to help better how you can improve your work and understand your digital advertising strategy. So this week, we wanted to focus on um, campaign optimization. So once you set up and launch your digital campaign, there's usually a fair amount of optimizations that you have to make to set up your campaign and ensure its success. Um, but where do you start? How, how do you know what changes will make an impact? So today I'm chatting with my friend and coworker Meg Dunlap from um, our Choose All Account Management team, uh, where on a daily basis she is providing direction to our customers and how they can make optimizations to further improve their own campaigns. So to quickly get started, I'm not Megan this week. Um, I'm Sarah Lilly. I'm on our marketing team. Um, I'm our marketing and communications specialist here at Choosel. And Meg, before we dig into today's chat, um, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do at Choosel. Hi. Yeah, so I'm Meg. I am an account manager here at Choosel. I think a lot of my clients are in the upper Midwest uh, to West region. So I'm working with a lot of people um, where I'm from. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Cleveland. Go Browns. Um, so uh, excited to have, you know, some of some clients that are close to my heart and close to my hometown. Uh, I am an account manager. So basically what that means is that when you sign up for a, an account with Choosel, you are... Um, and assigned an account manager who is your you know, main point of contact for all things Choosel related. So helping with getting you up and running, helping with the technicalities and helping you really um, strategize and grow your business. Cool, busy, busy all the time. <laughs> busy all the time, lots of requests, but no, um, I found that no question is too um, simple or easy or anything. There's always, um, you know, more to learn. I, I'm myself, you know, been working at Choosel now almost a year and I find myself using the Choosel um, support center um, articles constantly. Every single day I have my Choosel support up and I'm always uh, Googling, I guess it's not, it's not Googling, it's Chooseling. Chooseling. Um, Chooseling uh, my favorite topics just to kind of remind myself of, uh, of the truth. Cool. Yeah. And I feel like every campaign is different and which means every question is different. Right. Yep. Um, so today with our conversation about all things optimizations, from your point of view, what are some common misconceptions you hear about campaign optimizations? Yeah. So I, I think that there's a few things. Um, and one of the things that I think that is the biggest misconception is that the optimization process or making optimizations is just, it's too hard. It's hard to understand. And it's too difficult for somebody who, um, you know, runs the day-to-day -day operations, puts in their budgets, but isn't necessarily um, super technical minded or super into the programmatic space, um, which I find to be completely false. Um, I think that it's super interesting to pull these reports and it just takes kind of, um, studying the Excel, learning, you know, the our reports come out in Excel uh, pivot sheets and pivot tables and kind of looking to see where you're performing well, where you're not performing well and making those tiny uh, minor adjustments and tweaks to your campaigns that can really make just such a big difference. Um, they seem like such little um, 
tweaks, but they really can make just such a big difference. Um, I know I've had a lot of clients who are um, unfamiliar with, with the process and, and intimidated, I would say, by the process, but it's really, you know, it's not an intimidating thing. And once, once I show you, you know, I'm happy to hop on call with any of my clients anytime and just give them a walkthrough of like, you know, what I, when I'm looking to optimize a campaign here is what I'm looking for. Boom, 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 boom. And kind of giving them that knowledge and showing them exactly what I do and how to do it. That makes them so much more confident about the choices and their, their um, optimization options and techniques. Yeah. And I, I feel like sometimes with optimizations, you're kind of looking for like that silver bullet, right? You just want yeah. something that's going to work right away or um, going to fix your problem immediately. And I think sometimes like in my mind, I'm looking for something big, right? Like something that I'm glaringly missing or, um, you know, a big optimization that can be made when really sometimes it's just like those little tweaks. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Totally agree with that. I think, um, you know, if it's, if, if you've got a low click through rate or, you know, you're under pacing, sometimes it's just those small tweaks that can really change it up. Um, and the exciting thing about programmatic is that it changes right away. You know, you'll see your performance shift from day to day, from hour to hour even. Um, and it's really exciting. Uh, I'm kind of a, a nerd at heart. So pulling these deep Excel reports with all this data is super exciting to me. Um, I can see how it wouldn't be to other people, but I'm always happy to show people kind of exactly what to look for. But yeah, I do agree. It's it's a lot of um, little tweaks. I think um, another misconception that people are afraid of is that it's going to shift their costs dramatically if they make optimizations, which is just, it's not true. Um, we can make adjustments to to your bids, but you know, even, even an adjustment uh, as, as to sites you're performing well on to increase your base bid from one uh, to 1.1. So you're multiplying that base bid from, you know, one time 1.1% um, more on just those sites that are performing well, or those sites that you're getting those, you know, high click through rates, um, or just those highly valuable sites that your clients want to see. So lots of options, really, really, it just depends on, um, you know, making sure you understand what you're, what you're hoping to gain and what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned specific metrics like click-through rate, but um, I really want to dive into win win rate. I can never say that right. It yeah, not really bad. It's win um, rate. Yeah, it's it's weird for me too. Yeah, so win rate can be a key indicator that you need to make changes in your campaigns. Um, so what suggestions do you have regarding win rate? Yeah, I would say that you know when I'm first looking into a campaign. Um, second to only to pacing. So if you're, you know, the first thing I look for in a campaign, is it pacing? And if it is pacing or it isn't pacing, um, I look at win rate just at exactly the same time. Win rate can really show you very quickly a couple of things. One, it can show you if you are winning inventory or not. Basically, that's 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 the bottom line, right? So, with you can think about it, and you know, it's just it's just at the top of your campaigns or your ad groups. It'll show you a percentage, your win rate percentage. A healthy win rate percentage would be anywhere between, I'd say, ten to fifteen to thirty. Even I would say those are really healthy win rates, depending on the size of your audience. If you have a really large sized audience you can see lower win rates that are still really effective. And, or if you have a really uh, niche audience, you can see um, high win rates, again, still, is, still effective. What win rates are gonna tell you in conjunction with your pacing is if you are pacing behind, you can look at your win rate. If your win rate is low, that to me is telling me that you are, um, you're being added to 
these bids, right? You're being added to these bids, but you are not winning the bid. So, you know, your win rate is saying you were entered into these auctions, but you didn't win it. So a couple things that would indicate is that your, your base bid is just too low. Um, and I've seen this a lot, you know, a lot of people are really into those $2 or $3 CPMs. And I, I said, just bump it, bump it to $2 and 12 cents. Like, let's just see. Um, and then again, the beauty of programmatic is that you will see right away uh, the differences. So I always say, you know, if your win rate's low, the first thing to do would be to bump up those base bids. And if your win rate's still a little low, you can always look at, um, you know, uh, increasing your frequency. I think the big misconception with frequency is that you are going to hit one person over and over and over and over. And that's just not true. It's not what we've seen. And it's not, you know, um, that's not what we're aiming for. And I, I haven't seen that happen yet. Um, and I can only imagine um, that, that it, it would be a fun challenge to try to, to make that happen because I can't imagine it actually ever happening. But yeah, so I would say, you know, and there's no there's no problem with increasing frequency. There's no um, fear around it. And you can always, it's, our standard is eight ads per three, or sorry, three ads per eight hours. And you can always just adjust that a little bit. So you can do six ads per eight hours and, and just see what that does to your win rate, see what it does to your pacing. Because the very first thing you want to make sure when you are running a campaign is that your pacing, if you're pacing okay and your win rate looks good, then it's time for optimizations. But we can't do anything until we get that baseline, you know, that baseline right. that shows we're pacing and then our win rate's good. Cool. Yeah, that's all really good information. Um, so beyond win rate, um, what do you suggest that marketers look to next to determine if their campaign and ad groups are going in the right direction? Yeah, and I think that that really is, um, you know, that's that's a great question. And I think for every marketer, everybody involved in this, I think you have to take a step back and to say to yourself, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to understand the efficacy of, of this campaign, but I'd also like to understand, am I driving people to a landing page? Am I driving people to finish a video? Sorry, finish a video um, that, I, that I'm playing, you know, maybe it's it all comes down to what's your tactic? What is your, your measurement? And what are the factors that are, I'll say, caveats to those measurements, you know, so making sure you understand those things from a very high level of marketing, and then looking into your campaigns, distinguish and distinguishing, you know, um, like my campaign would say, you know, we're doing display across the US and I just really, I want reach. I want brand awareness and reach. So you're, you gotta make sure one, you are uh, your KPI and your ad groups and your campaign is set to reach. Um, the, the, the system will auto optimize for that. And, you know, looking for reach is a lot different than looking through click-through click rates. That, so it's, it's really understanding and um, taking a step back. Sometimes I, I write things and post-its on my wall because I get so deep into the nitty gritty of things that I forget kind of big picture things. And I think as humans, we can all do that. So I definitely think that when you're focusing on these campaigns, it's really important to keep in mind that overall goal and that overall, um, you know, what you're driving at. And, and then it's about those things. It's kind of making those changes. So if you're looking for click-through rates, you know, I'm going to want to optimize towards sites that have high click-through rates, or I'm going to put sites on a block list that have low click-through rates. If I have a client who's very um, 
who really, really wants to be on news and weather sites and, and, and they want to, they, that's very important to them um, for whatever reason, that's very important to them. I want to make sure that I'm combing through my site list and I'm removing sites that aren't news or weather and I'm upping the bid a little bit maybe on those sites that are news or weather. So really, again, it's just all about, you know, what, 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 what are the important metrics to you and how do we find those levers and those dials to increase the metrics that you are looking for specifically? Right, not not setting it and forgetting it, I think is. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of people can do that and, and, and it'll work. I mean, things will, mm -hmm. it, it typically, you know, if this is your first campaign ever, I would say definitely let us know, let your, let your account manager know so we can check um, your campaign settings. We've had a couple of times in the past where somebody, you know, turned on a campaign and, excuse me, didn't um, upload the right creative and things just kind of went haywire or different situations like that. So you just want to make sure, especially if it's your first campaign, let your, let your account manager know. We'll, we'll send it through tech to our tech team to just go, hey, quick check over this. How's it look? Um, and that way we're all on the right page and, and we're jumping off from a good starting point and we're set up for success. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of different tweaks and buttons and things um, that you can do to to just increase you know you can you can set it and forget it it'll perform um but we can we can do it better yeah yeah no that's all that's all great information um my final question for you is well we've been talking about like good things to do and the right things to do and changes to make but i wanted to know what your insight was on what you think the biggest mistake that marketers make when they're first setting up their campaigns yeah, I think a big mistake is is getting into the nitty gritty, getting into getting really, really obsessed with the different types of tactics and um, getting really excited about certain tactics and not realizing where they fit into their audience, their funnel, their, you know, their buyer's journey. Um, you know, if, if this is a B2B company um, and you're trying to get, it's a B2B, let's say it's a B2B service-based company or something and you're running um, podcast uh, ads, you know, maybe we're not aligned with, with where, you know, if you're a plumbing company looking to have a plumbing conference and, and we're running an odd uh, um, podcast, like a plumbing podcast. Yeah, that's perfect. But you know, not necessarily the right tactics for what we're looking for. So I think it's all about really just kind of um, keeping that holistic strategy in mind and, and, and let, you know, we do this all day. We're account managers. I see, I work with a lot of my clients are agencies or um, multiple brands. So I work with, you know, all sorts of different clients, all sorts of different campaigns, all sorts of different tactics, strategies, anything, you name it all day, every day. And I'm here to help you, um, you know, so if you're a new client or a client with, with different strategies um, or even just, you know, I'm, I'm a marketing nerd as well. So I like to talk strategies. I like to talk about cookies and what's going to happen um, in the future and in the future of marketing and all of the new tactics rolling out. I think it's super exciting. So talk to us, um, you know, let us know this is my campaign. This is what I'm thinking. How, what do you think? Um, and we can always help you and work out some some really great uh, and fun strategies together. Yeah, I think in just in, in my career in marketing, I, I've noticed a, a trend that we as marketers like to chase the shiny new thing. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of exactly what you're saying here is like, yeah, this can be, a, you know, super helpful for you and it can work. But 
you can't always, you know, chase that, that shiny new tactic or, you know, something you're really excited about. Sometimes it's like about layering that foundation and then moving on from there to what's really going to work rather than absolutely what you you want to work. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to we're here to help our clients who are putting money into something to get, to get their money, you know, to get their, you know, product, more, more money and more awareness that they're trying to sell things or do things. And we're trying to help them do that. And I think, you know, again, we get so trapped into those shiny new things that if they're not, their bottom lines aren't moving, well, then they can't afford to be doing this marketing. So, you know, we, we need to be, you know, we're so invested in, in actually making this work um, and work for, for the right reasons. So I think that that's, you know, super fun. Those are my favorite things I get to learn about my clients and um, besides developing, you know, relationships, but really just kind of um, talking strategy about different um, things and, and, and figuring out the right potions for the right people and, and watching it work. It's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's a great place to wrap this up. So um do you have any final thoughts that you want to share or? Um, no, I, I think, I think I've talked a lot. I don't know if it all made sense, but you know, shoot me an email. I can explain it more. <laughs> I like to talk, but cool. yeah, I would say that, you know, just, just talk to your account managers. Um, use us as we're here. We like it. We we're nerds and we like to talk about this stuff. So let us know what, how we can help. Awesome. Well, everyone, we're off next week for our live Chuzel chat, but tune in on April 6th as we chat with a member of our team about video campaigns. Um, also, we've launched our Chuzel chat as a podcast. So if you miss anything Ooh. today or previously, um, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast streaming service. All right, Meg, thanks so much. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Bye. Thank you.